happy monday hope you guys are doing amazing i am still coming to you from marimbula um over on the sapphire coast um it is um uh, we still have four more days left of our beautiful holiday here i must say we uh have definitely relaxed um and re uh, refreshed and rejuvenated and um excited also to uh be going back home and getting into another round of um uh you know business and um clients and events actually to tomorrow morning from uh this place we will be hosting uh, one of our half day workshops for the australian uh audience and um um yeah i've got my setup happening <laughs> i created a background because i'm just in a bedroom uh here i've set up like my ring light and everything i really have gone all all pro into uh to making my office here good morning vivi vivi's at home holding the fort and uh managing all of the publishing bits and pieces while we finish up uh, our holiday here and it was um a very uh, it's been a lot of fun uh fishing and um sun's been out every single day even though it's middle of winter uh it's been lovely uh to be outside in that sunshine so i thought um what am i going to talk about today obviously it's the start of the new financial year um and i was just kind of reflecting on all of the things that have happened the last financial year the last 12 months and uh, certainly uh in the last four um how many uh businesses have had to pivot and transition and change up things so that they can still um, progress and move through this um, tough time. And for us, it has been a very, very big uh, pivot from a fully online, offline business, sorry, so events business, um, where we would uh, travel around two and a half times, two and a half national tours and sometimes international in the last uh, few years. And, um, and so, we were faced with that decision of shit you know what are we gonna do we can't do any events we can't go uh get on a plane and do all of our stuff and certainly with the power of all the online learning um we decided that we too were going to pivot and um that's what i want to talk about today is the tools that and um platforms if you like software you know um and resources that we use on a regular basis by the way the 10 I'm going to cover off today are not just going to be, um, you know, your, um, you know, the ones that we absolutely, that we only use right now. It is tools and platforms that we used even when we uh, were doing our offline business, but we have added a few additional ones that have enabled us to really just fine tune things and, um, and make everything super organized because when you are, uh, running your business online, you do have to rely, like you don't have a shop front, you don't uh, go and see physically people. So you do need to um, rely on uh, technology and things uh, to make everything run smoothly and professionally um, and uh, automatically um, automated because otherwise, you know, there's a lot of admin work that would have to go down. So you do need to, um, you know, master those tools in order for you to then be able to thrive online as well. So I'm going to go through my list of 10 things, 10 different tools um, and platforms that we use and have enabled us to uh, pivot the business from being fully offline to an online business. All right. So first thing, um, and this is one that um, we have been using now probably for six or seven years. 
um, and that is ClickFunnels. Okay, so ClickFunnels is um, a landing page um, funnel type of platform uh, where we build um, the promotional uh, pages whereby people either uh, subscribe to your database or buy a ticket to attend your event uh, or buy a product or whatever it is. And, um, and the beauty of ClickFunnels is that obviously it's got a number of steps that people go through. So, um, so it might have the initial page, then it might send them through to another page, a confirmation page, a thank you page, um, you know, or a payment page, whatever it is, and then a thank you page. So they, they can be a few different steps. Now, some of these platforms that I'm going to cover off for you guys um, obviously have monthly subscriptions. Um, so rather than paying rent um, for a uh, bricks and mortar business where you normally you know you would have those kind of costs um with an online business you that those kind of um rental fees are by using the technology and the online platforms so with click funnels i'm just going to give you a ballpark figure because whenever this video is watched um it may um, prices may have gone up or down and i'll give you options and explain that uh, where there might be a free uh, free opportunity to use um, that particular platform by ClickFunnels is definitely not one you can use for free. Um, it's probably one of the dearest platforms that in terms of monthly subscriptions that we um, subscribe to to run our business, but it's been crucial and critical and we have had it for the last six or seven years. I can't remember exactly, but it's kind of the backbone of everything that we do. And that one we pay and invest in around $100 US a month, okay? So that is, we've built so many different funnels and pages within there. We definitely, uh, return on investment has been extraordinary and it makes the business look super professional with beautiful pages and imagery and obviously templates that ClickFunnels has researched that they know that convert amazing. Um, so that's one we use. Uh, the other option out there is lead pages. I used to use that um, before ClickFunnels. I actually only um, got rid of it about um, six months ago. I just had it kind of sitting there and I was paying my annual fees, which were just as much as ClickFunnels. And I was like kind of two lots of um, landing page platforms, but um, I decided, you know, you know what, I'm not using it. This is so old and um, I haven't touched it for years and I'm just paying these fees. So also look out for things that you may be investing in or have on a subscription. And is it really um, uh, something you're utilizing or is it just because you're used to paying for it and um, and it's just sitting there, um, you know, should you get rid of it? So you should maybe look at your subscriptions every 12 months to see which ones you should get rid of and which ones you should keep. Okay, so that's one I got rid of. And then the second one I actually got rid of is a platform called Schedule Once, and I replaced it with a platform called Calendly. So Schedule Once and Calendly are both uh, booking systems, so where people book an appointment to talk to you. Um, and um, I had Schedule Once from a couple of years ago. Um, I think it was something like two, $300 a year. And, um, and it was very, um, it was quite, you know, a sophisticated platform, but, um, um, you know, tricky to use. You'd have had to learn quite a bit to, to do the, for, to get it, to do the things you want to do. So recently when we did pivot, 
um, uh, online, we had to go fully online. We had to figure out what's an easier way people can book in to have conversations with us um, that is going to be easy for us to set up and manage. Um, and so we've discovered Calendly. The beauty of Calendly is just so simple and really like basic platform. It just shows you everything you need to do. It's kind of very intuitive to use. Um, it's $10 US. Good morning, Benetta. I'm not your neighbor this morning. I'm in Marimbula. So I'm seven hours away from home. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll be back home on Thursday. Um, so yeah, so Calendly is $10 US a month on the version that I pay for. There is a free version, of course. Uh, the limitation of the free version is you cannot have it integrated uh, with Zoom because why I like to uh, use the paid version is because when someone books a chat with me, um, it connects to my Zoom account, it generates the meeting link and it sends that person that meeting link. So I don't need to do anything. Everything's automated. All I need to do is turn up to the meeting or the conversation that I'm having. So really, really easy to use. You can set up, you know, how long the time slots are. You can set up questions. I like to have questions when people book in a chat with me so I can understand a bit more. I'm not walking in blind to that conversation. And this has worked amazing at the end of our half day workshops online. We send people the link. We actually bought two accounts. We bought one for me and one for Stuart because sometimes we can get double book because there's just um, not enough, uh, I guess, for one person to just do it. So we actually chose to pay for two calendar accounts so that he can have one for his calendar and me for mine. And basically, um, after a half day workshop, what happens is people who want to uh, have a conversation about writing their book or publishing their book or whatever, they go through and they answer five or six different questions and then we get the answers to those questions and then they also get reminders, right? How awesome is that? Reminders like you can set them up however you like. So first is the booking email and then it could be a one day out and then that one hour out so that get re-reminded and they get resent that Zoom link. So you're not doing absolutely anything. What I have seen uh, happen by doing this is I have had 98, 99% of uh, show up rate. Like literally because the system reminds, it gives them a Zoom link, you both rock up on time. Like it really has, um, it has really surprised me that everyone's turning up, everyone's there, everyone's really clear on what's going on. So, um, so that's been one big platform since like um, uh, having to transition fully online. Um, that we have been using, as I said, we bought two accounts. So for those of you that have just joined, we've talked about click funnels. Now we've talked about Calendly. So got rid of schedule once, as I said, so that was another. So I actually got rid of about $1,200, $1,300 worth of subscription costs that I really wasn't using. And I introduced Calendly, which was only $10 a month for two, uh, each for two accounts. So that was like um, fully replaced the other one. Plus I was saving money. So look at other forms of what my, I guess uh, my lesson here was, you know, research if there's something better, easier to use, and um, and you can have your branding also in Calendly. Okay, number three uh, tool also that I started using actively when I had to pivot fully online is SurveyMonkey. SurveyMonkey is obviously a uh, platform that collects um, information like um, the surveys, right? So at the end of our retreat, we send um, 
um, we send our uh, uh, participants uh, the survey monkey link so we can get feedback. So normally in a real life retreat, I would have a feedback form and they would fill it out for me and hand it in. And then we look at our feedback and all that sort of stuff like this. Again, automated. I don't have to be printing stuff or sending things through an email. Just a link to the survey monkey survey to get some feedback on the retreat experience and what we can do better in the future. So that worked amazing for the May uh, two virtual retreats and certainly is here to stay. So this is something that I didn't use before. I had, you know, I was very uh, obviously in an offline business. You can just have your papers, you can hand stuff out. Uh, people will do it and you, you move on. So everything's a lot more uh, physical, if you like. And SurveyMonkey has enabled me to not have to do all the paperwork and things like that, but I can just go in and see all my results, all the answers and all that kind of stuff and still collect the same feedback as I would at a real life retreat. Now, SurveyMonkey does have a free option, a free version of it, uh, up to 10 questions that you can set up um, and certainly paid versions that are a lot more sophisticated. Good morning, Joy. Great to see you on the call. So, um, SurveyMonkey, uh, I only use the free version. I, um, uh, some bigger businesses certainly can benefit from having um, the paid versions and the more questions and more sophisticated reporting. But for what I needed to do up to 10 question surveys, um, it is free to use. So that's the one that I use, the free version. So a lot of these things you will hear me say there is a free version and there's a paid version. Um, and I'll tell you what I use. Um, so yeah, certainly ClickFunnels, we, we, uh, we pay for it and, um, and have always have. Calendar, as I said, there's a free and a paid version, which is um, we use the paid one because it integrates with Zoom. I want to have that additional, um, I guess, functionality. Uh, but SurveyMonkey, we use the free version because that's that's really all we need is to ask those 10 questions and to gain insight into how people have found their retreat experience. Okay, so the next one is, good morning, Sharon. Okay, the next one is Facebook ads, right? Now, Facebook ads is obviously something we've always used in the last six years. Um, it is, um, you know, um, really a way that um, has enabled us to scale this business to multiple seven figures, to reach out to people who have never heard from us, from a bar of soap. Uh, and it's certainly what we did before, um, uh, before uh, uh, you know, moving this business online. Um, you know, but however, something that I um, must encourage you guys to do, uh, I don't know if you, you, you know this or, you know, if I've said it yet, but Stuart actually got hacked um, into his Facebook account two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And as a result, they're also hacked into our Facebook ads account. So for two weeks and still it, it's not fully reinstated properly. Um, our Facebook ads account was disabled because um, uh, people in China um, had tried to put on thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of ads through. About ten grand got taken from our credit card. Um, it's got, been returned, so just um, you know, don't don't stress about that kind of stuff. Like you know, we pull the credit card off and all that sort of stuff. But the biggest disruption was that we didn't have any ad any ads running. Um, and we've been able to sort of revive some old Facebook account that we used to run ads through. Um, so we've kind of gone back online again, but our actual fully full blown ads account is not fully operational as yet. We need to do some other bits and pieces, which thankfully we have got a management team that is doing their best to help us with this. But what this has um, also um, given us a bit of an insight and a taste uh, of is, well, if Facebook falls apart, 
what the hell are we going to do, right? Um, you know, because that's your bloodline, like, you know, your leads and your uh, prospects come through all of that. So um, now Stuart, part of his um, tasks is to also look and research some other avenues of paid advertising. So maybe YouTube ads, LinkedIn ads, Google, um, and have a look at some other options that we can tap into and test out, um, you know, as an, uh, as, as an alternative to Facebook ads. Otherwise, certainly, uh, if the results are what we have been getting um, throughout our advertising over the last six years, it's the place to be if you want to build and scale your business online. But it is something that I always have said, you need to get an expert to help you with and don't try to do it yourself because there is a lot of intricate details and expertise that goes behind um, using correct images, copy, um, you know, uh, targeting, retargeting, setting up pixels, uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff that goes on. But definitely Facebook ads is the way, um, you know, um, we get 90, 95% of our business uh, through. Uh, the other part is from just word of mouth referrals, that, that, that kind of stuff. Okay, so within Facebook also, there is a option. Um, so this is another uh, tool. Um, and of course, Facebook ads cost money. <laughs> so this is not a free thing. Um, and you've got to be very careful. This is the most expensive out of the tools and platforms of, um, you know, obviously running a successful online business. But if you're going to do that, make sure that you are measuring for every dollar that you put into Facebook, how many dollars are coming out at the other end. Know what it costs you to acquire a client. Um, I know back uh, when we we're doing the offline events, it would cost me $2,000 to find a new client um, you know, for my retreats, uh, which were $20,000. Um, so 10% of what uh, the program would be is how much it would cost me to find that new client. All right, so ManyChat, ManyChat, M-A-N-Y Chat, is a, um, a tool uh, within um, a Facebook page or, um, you know, you pl a plugin or something, I don't know exactly what you would call it. But it is the bot, you know, the Facebook bot that kind of can automatically talk to people and give them answers without you needing to be physically there typing away at a computer. So it's again another form of automation. And this was set up on our end probably about three years ago. Costs around 10 US dollars a month. Um, and it is really a wonderful way if people want more information that it just you set up all your Q&As, frequently asked questions and all that sort of stuff and people end up um, you know, getting access to the answers and all that sort of stuff um, without you, as I said, having to physically be there and be answering questions for them for, for every single thing. Um, and it is really a wonderful way to build um, a relationship and rapport and get them to do stuff and remind them of the next things. Um, and it's just, just something that also makes you look more professional because most companies who use Facebook ads do have something like this set up. If you've noticed going to other people's uh, pages and you're, you know, typing in, you know, you, you're wanting to inquire, ask a question, all of a sudden something automatically comes up. And, um, you know, as much as those things can sometimes be not uh, that personal, uh, they still will um, answer you know, I think eight out of 10 questions that people have and they'll get their thing and move on to uh, what they need to do next. All right, the next one is, of course, Zoom. Okay, so Zoom is, uh, everyone knows Zoom now. Um, you know, of course, it's the way we deliver our online seminars and retreats. Um, I have to say in the four months um, since we've been using it so heavily, even though we've always used Zoom, I've used Zoom now for at least five or six years. 
Uh, I'm just on the $10 US a month uh, um, payment. Stuart's just got the free version of it um, and he does some short sessions on that because there's a half an hour limit on the uh, free version uh, for meetings. Um, and so I've got the paid version, he's got a free version, but we still are able to integrate both with Calendly. Um, and so um, Zoom has been just um, such a pleasure to, to use. Um, I know people have varying opinions around what platform and what kind of stuff, but I really have not had any issue. I had, haven't had, um, you know, if my internet's been poor, which actually when I arrived here uh, in Marimbula, the house internet was not working. So that's when like I had, you know, crappy kind of um, Friday night drinks, which wasn't even a, a, a business, I guess, promotional seminar or, or something that I officially run. Um, but now that the house internet's on, as you can see, um, everything is working wonderfully. Uh, but yeah, from home, uh, just running all my half day workshops, running the full blown um, day long, night long um, uh, retreats um, has just gone um, so, so easily. Using the breakout rooms to separate people out to ask different questions in those um, and just managing everything and having my whole team on there. Um, it's been really, really easy. So really big fan of Zoom um, and the ability to share screen, uh, to record everything and therefore just give everything to my clients as those bonus touch points and I guess everything is documented, recorded, the chat logs, all of that sort of stuff. So that is, I would not hesitate um, investing in that about $10 a month um, a US. Okay, the next one is one that has come about um, since uh, certainly just going um, virtual um, and something I've been researching for a while because um, my online portal pro, uh, platform that I was using to host my online course uh, was shutting down like the actual company uh, was shutting its doors down and they gave us like a two-year um, warning uh, to that we would need to migrate our um, online uh, program elsewhere so after many, uh, much research and thinking and all that sort of stuff and considerations, I decided that I would join Teachable, uh, teachable.com, uh, which is an online program platform and set up a school there. And I migrated my whole online portal. I set up an additional three other online courses, uh, some free, some low cost. Um, and it really, really, um, uh, it's just been what, uh, so professionally looking, um, you know, up to date, really easy for someone who, who um, to do that online learning and a really, really easy way to update any templates and just um, make things newer as need be as you can work on it in real time and republish videos and put up stuff. So I have had a lot of fun building uh, building out new um, new programs and this is something that is here to stay uh, over the next 12 to 18 months I've got a variety of free low cost and high cost online courses that I will be building on there um, and um, and releasing them slowly over a period of time so using the power of zoom um, and recording myself just like we're doing like I'm on live right now but then being able to share my videos 
and um, just all of those just all of those other things that I have access to and then just plugging in the videos into Teachable with templates and all that kind of stuff has made creating an online program just so so easy all you would need to do is just have your plan and get on record and um, put all your resources alongside those videos so Teachable is um, now they've got a $29 basic uh, payment uh, like basic plan for subscription I chose to go with the professional plan which is about oh about $80 US um, I thought this was going um, the reason I went with that is because at that middle level um, they don't have uh, they don't take any cut from your online uh, program sales uh, whereas at the basic level they do let's say they take 30% or something along those lines so if you sell something for $100 they might take 30 off it Whereas on the professional plan, they only like would take the credit card surcharge free or whatever it is of the payment that someone has made for your online course. So I chose to go with that one. I told all my clients that I had migrated it across there and I could set up a coupon codes for my clients who get it as part of their uh, bigger programs. Um, you know, say that it, uh, they get it included in the bigger programs. So I could send them like a discount code there. They discounted down to 100% so they can get access and be um, uh, to that program uh, without having to pay, so to bypass that payment system. So big, big fan. The last four or five weeks, I've been having a lot of fun setting up my Teachable School. We announced it to the uh, to our database. We have well over 200 students joining the school and doing the programs and learning from that platform. So that's one that's come about only in the last five or six weeks and it, it will be here to stay as I build more of my intellectual property and I migrate more videos and things like that to make it just like an academy if you like I call it the, yeah the ultimate footy of the academy all right so and last three we go up to number um uh seven I, I'll I'll summarize them I'll actually paste them into the um into um the comments and I might give you guys um like pricing ideas of of what things are within there but I've been talking about it anyway all right so the next one is Asana asana.com so this is a free platform for project management uh, this is one I've always used uh, for the last five years um, this is where my team um, and I manage all of our publishing projects all of our event tasks so you set up projects and you uh, put who needs to do this particular task so that everything is nice and consistent so in a way, it's like your systems, um, but the processes that you go through when someone onboarding a new client, when you complete an event, like all the lead up tasks, all the during event tasks and all the post event tasks. For us, it is for our publishing uh, projects, you know, they go through a series of stages in their publishing and certain things that are done and where we uh, kind of um, uh, comment and archive everything that has happened in that particular job. So Asana has been a wonderful way not to have to keep everything in my head, uh, but have it put the system on there and then outsource it or give it to my VA or my PA or steward or like, you know, everyone's got little jobs in there they have to do that they're allocated to. Therefore, everything ha happens in a very consistent manner across the board. Yeah. So this is one for project management and it's just, just wonderful and as I said you don't have to pay for it and you can just use it by yourself if even you're a solo person uh, because this is where you will ultimately when you can outsource some of these tasks you can bring other people in and um, of course allocate it to them 
but it's a great way for you to be consistent yourself within your business in terms of what are the steps I need to complete when a new client signs up. So you can have a new client project, new uh, onboarding project, or what are the steps I need to complete about when I run an event, when I do this, when I do that. So all of that kind of stuff that's repetitive, um, that you create uh, systems and you go through them and refine them over time as well. The next one is Slack. And Slack is uh, team communication. So uh, if you're on your own, um, certainly this one probably might be a little bit more challenging to use because obviously who are you going to talk to if you've got no one else to talk to? Uh, but within Slack, um, we communicate uh, with the team. So we've got like an admin channel. We have a sales channel, marketing channel, publishing channel, layout, editors. We actually have invited our editors and our main people in the publishing team um, that are not employed by the business, but we talk to them very, very regularly. We have included them uh, and invited them to share a channel in Slack with us so we can talk to them rather than sending a, a lot of emails back and forth to each other. But certainly us and the team, we have the accounting channel, we have got uh, postage. Um, so we have about 12 different channels for, uh, for different purposes. Um, so that when a comment gets posted on there, you can go in and kind of know what, on what theme it is. Um, so it's not all going through that one, one section. And uh, we've moved away from Facebook Messenger, therefore, uh, on talking to each other because then the whole team can actually see what's been talked about in the admin channel or in the sales channel and celebrate and whatever it is or in the fun channel we have the fun channel as well where we share fun things like me catching massive fish <laughs> out here in Marimbula um, and all that sort of stuff so uh, Slack is also free um, and of course Slack and Asana have a paid platform as well but um, I haven't felt the need to upgrade to a paid version of both of these and I've, I've been able to use all the functions that I need to use for them. And last of all, Active Campaign. Number 10, Active Campaign um, is our customer relationship management system where we store all of our database and our contact details and where people, if they um, um, click to come to an event, they get obviously imported into Active Campaign. And Active Campaign will send them an email to confirm yes, you're coming to this event. Here's a bit more information. Here's a free ebook of this blah, blah, blah series of um, automated uh, responses that happen, uh, are triggered as soon as someone books in to come to an event, right? So there's probably three or four emails that people get after they book for an event in the lead up of that event. And they can be obviously tweaked and refined. Um, you know, you can email the whole database, you know, evaluating emails. I mean, this is where you store, um, you know, all the people that um, have had some kind of an interaction with you or have opted in to receive something from you. And they'll either one day you nurture them and one day they'll buy from you or they'll unsubscribe. And that's just the way um, things go. And, um, um, and it's a wonderful way of, um, yeah, just continuing um, to nurture relationships because not every single person is ready to buy right now. They might be curious, they might be interested, but not ready to quite um, take that next step. And I have seen this happen time and time again from people that have been on my database for absolutely years. I had recently met one person who has been following me for a decade, for 10 years, and then they are now working with us. So it does work. Um, you know, uh, as they say, the money is in the list. 
this list will be full of people that you've communicated, um, bumped into, uh, maybe they've, uh, you've seen them very regularly. So keeping in touch with those people. So Active Campaign does cost a monthly subscription. Like, look, there's varying um, levels of it. I think we end up paying about $150 a month for it because our database is big now. The smaller the numbers, I think, the less you pay. Um, and that's how it is. But uh, people alternatively do know, uh, do know when they start out, they use the free version of MailChimp, which will do very similar things. So there you go, you guys. Those are the 10 tools. I know it can be quite overwhelming for those of you that are not that techie. Uh, but if you want to run an online business, you need to learn uh, technology and you need to learn how to use certain tools. And the only way you can do that is by playing, uh, by asking questions. And these tools are not something you would learn overnight. Um, it's one by one over a period of time, tweaking, playing, adjusting. I did a, a live on how to get good at technology if you're not good at it. You can just uh, maybe look up the title on um, um, on YouTube. Just put my name in and then just say, um, you know, uh, getting good at technology or something like that, something at techie stuff. So, um, so yeah, so in summary, the 10 tools, online tools that we use that enabled us to fully pivot 100% offline business model to an online business model are ClickFunnels, Calendly, SurveyMonkey, obviously Facebook ads, ManyChat, which is the bot, Zoom, Teachable, Asana, Slack, and ActiveCampaign. All right, so that's it. And that's what we use regularly now. And um, and that's what makes it look like everything runs at this, like a super well-oiled machine. Uh, which it is, but as I said, it's been years setting these things up, learning them and uh, refining them, and of course, adding in some of the extra ones, um, you know, of late to make sure it's even more professional and more automated. So have a wonderful week, whatever you're doing. I'll be back home, so I'll be coming to you from home from my office next Monday. Uh, we're finishing up our holiday on Thursday and driving back home. So as always, like to say, smash it out. Bye, guys.